Are you an aspiring creative in entertainment, business, fashion, design, or the arts? Do you want to elevate your creative passion project to the next level? Then this show is for you. Whether you want a career in television, film, radio, literature, music, or beyond, Creative Breakthrough will show you how to take your dreams and turn them into reality. This show will not only leave you feeling motivated and inspired, but also provide you real-life tools to pursue the creative journey you have always wanted. I'm your host, creative coach, and chicken wing lover, Shireen Kassab, a.k.a. The Funny Brown Girl. Yes, I have an unhealthy obsession with chicken wings. Now, get ready to flex your creative muscle. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Breakthrough. Before I start today, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to prior episodes. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. When I started this podcast, I was so nervous that this podcast would only have two listeners, myself and my boyfriend. And I am happy to say that we have more than two listeners. So thank you. Please keep sharing this with your friends. Please keep spreading the word and please keep emailing me and letting me know what you like and don't like so that I can make this the best podcast for you. Today, I want to talk about finding your passion. There was a recent New York Times article titled, Why Following Your Passion is Good for You and How to Get Started. I posted this article on Facebook and if you don't follow me on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash funny brown girl. And it got so much traction. I mean, people were liking it, sharing it. But the biggest question that people were asking is, how do I find my passion? Personally, finding your passion is going to be the best thing of your life. When I found comedy, it helped me find another activity other than drinking. Acting gave me a way to pretend I was someone else when I was depressed and in a dark place. And radio provided me a sense of self-therapy from all the losers I was dating because every week I got to come on the radio and talk about them and realize, oh my goodness, I have really bad taste in men. All of these passions helped me when I was in a very low point in my life. But today, these passions provide me a feeling of fulfillment and purpose. And I want the same for you. So let's talk about it. Another added bonus, according to the New York Times article, is that pursuing your passion lowers stress and contributes to greater happiness overall. And I can vouch for this. If you met me pre-2014, I was a totally different person. I mean, I was moody. I was jumping from one bad relationship to another. I was negative. And most of all, I was living my life with no sense of purpose. Today, I get to spend my free time doing all the things I love that provide me with a sense of meaning and purpose, and it makes me feel like every day is the best day of my life. Now, a lot of people tell me they don't know what their creative passion is or how to find it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to find your passion. Well, we're going to make a list of your passions, and then you're going to go and start trying them out to see which one you're really passionate about. First off, Creativity has so many facets. It can be anything. It's not just singing or acting or painting. It can be dancing, DJing, digital art, knitting, creating a mobile app, innovating a new product, jewelry making, cooking, photography, creating memes on Instagram, opening up an Etsy store, beatboxing. What I'm trying to say is that your creative journey is endless. And don't tell me you're not creative because every morning when you wake up, you're creative by the clothes that you put on, the makeup you put on, the shoes you choose to wear. Your personal style is your creativity at work. But here's the problem that many of us face, including myself. You have to stop thinking about your passion and go do it. 
Your passion lives in your heart, not in your head. How deep was that, y'all? Your passion lives in your heart, not in your head. Okay, what do I mean about this? We all have something that we're passionate about or were passionate about, but we buried it away. We let our thoughts get in the way of what we were trying to accomplish. We get so caught up thinking about ideas that we end up talking ourselves out of it before we even start. For example, when I wanted to start this podcast, I had all sorts of qualms about it. I was like, well, everybody's doing a podcast. There's so many out there. How am I going to differentiate myself? Or what am I going to talk about that's different than what other people are talking about? Or how am I going to get people to listen to me? It wasn't until I had to fill out an application for Spotify that I started to really find clarity in my idea and in my vision. And that's what I want to stress to you. Get it out of your head. Take a pen, write it down, write down these exercises that we're about to do. I want you to write this down on paper or type it up in your phone. I do not want you to keep this in your head because when you keep an idea locked up in your head, all you do is doubt yourself. From this moment on, I want you to stop taking expensive tests. Stop reading books about finding your passion. Stop screenshotting Instagram memes that talk about passion. Stop asking your friends what you should do and instead Go do what you think you want to do. Go try it. It's so easy in today's society to go try what you want to do. In the meantime, before you press pause on this episode, hear me out, and then we're all going to go try it together. Okay? Deal? Okay, so exercise number one. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to make sure you have a pen and paper in front of you or your phone. I want you to close your eyes. Unless you're driving or you're walking, then you can do this with your eyes open. But... Close your eyes and think about your pre-adulthood times. And pre-adulthood means anything before you consider yourself an adult. So elementary school, middle school, high school, for some of you, college. Think about what did you enjoy before you became an adult? What were your favorite passions? What did you enjoy about these passions? Why did you stop doing them? Write these down. I'm going to give you an example. When I was in college... Senior year of college, there was a creative writing class that I went to and I audited it. I went to one class and I loved it. I was in love with this class. I was so excited. I had never taken a creative writing class before. I'd never done anything artistic before. And I told my dad and my dad said, Shirin, we do not have money just to pay for a creative writing class. College is expensive. How is this class going to help you with business, engineering, doctorate? It's not. So yeah, the next day I dropped the class, like it wasn't going to help me. So I couldn't take it. And it took me 10 years to go back and sign up for another creative writing class. 10 years because somebody told me I couldn't do it. I forgot about it. I dismissed it. But at that moment, I was so excited about it. And then when I went back 10 years later to take the creative writing class, I still remember that class. I still remember those experiences. I still have my writings from that class because I loved it so much. And I cannot believe that I lost out on 10 years of a passion that I could have been fulfilling. So write down everything. Everything from when you were like a child and you used to enjoy going to ballet classes or when you used to sit with your grandmother and crochet or talk about when you went to a pottery class for the first time or even when you went to a paint class where you drink wine. Write down everything that you've loved because we all have a creative side and so many of us have squashed those dreams for a variety of reasons and now it's time to bring those dreams alive. Staying with exercise number one, I want you to now write down everything that you say you're going to do when you retire. 
For example, people always say to me, Shane, when are you going to get your act together and get healthy and stop eating junk food and go to the gym? And I'm always like, ha ha ha, well, maybe when I retire, when I have time, when I get older and I don't have so many things on my plate, we all make so many excuses. Now is the time to stop making those excuses, okay? Have you always wanted to start a Shopify store? Or do you want to design your own bullet journals? Or do you want to bake? Write those down. Because why wait until you're retired when you can start them today and feel a sense of purpose in your life and enjoyment and have the best days of your life to look forward to? Now you've answered the question, what you enjoy doing pre-adulthood. You've also answered the question, what would you do when you retire? Now I want you to write down what are the positive experiences you remember vividly? And this can be from any time in your life. What are experiences that you've had that you remember vividly? For example, when I was in elementary school or middle school, I can't remember how old I was, my parents took me to Chicago for the first time and we went to see an off-Broadway play. And I don't remember the name of the play, but there was two women and there were hairdressers and they were hilarious. I mean, they were cracking jokes. They were crass. They were silly. It felt like they were just talking from the top of their mind. And I was in love with them. And I remember thinking, how cool is that? I would love to do it. And then I walked out of the theater and I forgot about it. I didn't even give it a second thought because I knew that my parents were not going to approve of it. I knew that my parents found that acting was not something that I should take seriously because again, it wasn't going to help me become a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. So I dismissed it. And then in my 30s, I rediscovered it and it has been the best opportunity of my life. So I want you to write down all the positive experiences that you've had in your lifetime that you remember vividly, that had an impact on you, that you remember when people asked you, what are your most memorable moments or memorable experiences? Or even what are some experiences that you've had that maybe weren't positive, but that you recall something about them? And what is it that you recall about them? So for example, skydiving. I went skydiving, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. And I remember I was bored to tears. And you might be thinking, how could you be bored skydiving? Okay, here's the thing. I'm strapped onto this random person that I don't know doing something that could possibly kill me. And I say that because when you go skydiving, they have signs everywhere that says you could die and the company that you're flying with is not responsible. You sign off on that like a hundred times. So you're strapped onto this person. You're floating in the air for what seems like an eternity. And he's trying to make small talk with you. And you're just like, shh, be quiet. Like, I don't know you. Cause I, I mean, I don't like talking to people. Maybe that's just me. But anyways, I get more of a thrill being on stage doing comedy. The minute I'm on stage holding that mic and I get my first laugh, that thrill to me is so much more exciting than skydiving. But it was so important for me to go skydiving to realize what it is that excites me and that brings that thrill to my life because it definitely was not skydiving. So now you've answered these three questions. Now, exercise number two, you can start this exercise immediately. Exercise two is I want you to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. Now, of course, this is within reason and being smart. I'm not saying say yes to everything that may uh, not be legal or may put you at risk of harm. Okay, be smart about it. But what I'm trying to say is I want you to say yes when someone invites you to the opera. 
Now, you may think, oh God, how boring. And you may not want to go. But if you do go, you may be surprised how entertaining and inspiring the opera can be. The first time I got asked to go to a comedy show, I said no. Can you believe it? I said no. Thank God she pestered me and bugs me and pestered me some more. And after like 20 times, I finally said yes and I went. And that's when I found out that comedy is what I wanted to do. It was my first comedy show and I was obsessed. I immediately signed up to take a comedy class. I bought a book on comedy. I took the class and that was it. I was a comedian. When I was asked to be on the radio, the DJ of the radio show actually sent me a Facebook message and I read it. And then I was like, oh crap, he can see that I read it because I didn't want to say yes. He basically just said, hey, you want to come on the radio and do a segment? And I was too scared to say yes because I was in my head. I was like, what am I going to talk about? Am I going to be funny? Is it going to be interesting? And then finally said yes. And the next day I was on the radio and it has been the best experience of my life that I regret that I even hesitated not to say yes. In order to experience new things, to learn new skills, to meet new people who will introduce you to many more things, you have to say yes. If I hadn't said yes to doing the radio, I would not have met my boyfriend. That is a story for another episode. But again, saying yes can change your life in more ways than one. So the third step now is getting started. So you have this list that you made which hopefully has more than one item listed on it. I want you to brainstorm. I want you to take a piece of paper and write that item in the middle of the page and put a big circle around it. And now I want you to put lines stretching out from that circle onto the rest of the page. And I want you to write down everything that you could do today, right now to get started. So for example, if you want to go and be a chef, can you quickly Google cooking classes in your area? Can you go on YouTube and watch a cooking video or a tutorial? Can you buy a book? If you want to go be a comedian, can you go sign up for classes? Can you go watch a comedy show tonight? Can you watch a comedy special on Netflix? The hardest part is getting started. But if you start writing it down, it's going to make it so much easier for you. If you want to write a TV script, go Google TV scripts and start reading them. If you want to get into dancing, Google dance classes near you. There's even an awesome dance tutorial online. Between Google and YouTube, you can easily find out what's the next step to make your idea a reality. Now, I urge you to start small. I know you're all excited now. You're like, I want to jump right into this. I'm going to go to an open mic every night. I'm going to start baking. I'm going to go buy like $200 worth of groceries. No. Start small. Now you might be thinking, why am I trying to hold you back from your passion? I'm not holding you back. If you want to start big, start big. But I can tell you it's okay to start small. Make a goal. Make a goal that you're going to bake one new item a week, or you're going to go to one open mic a week, or you're going to write one blog post a week. It's okay to start small and build up from there. We all have lives. We have jobs. We have families. It will be hard at first to make time, but if you start small, you have less of an excuse. Lastly, if you try something and you don't enjoy it, but something in your heart still desires it, don't give up. For example, when I took my first acting class, like I mentioned in episode three, I used to dread going to class, but I knew I wanted to act. So I kept pushing myself. I signed up for a different class. I signed up for a different instructor. I didn't give up. If you want to be a chef and you sign up for a cooking class and it's not what you thought, 
Maybe there's a different class that you need to go out there and take. Maybe there's something that you'll enjoy better. Maybe you're better off doing YouTube tutorials. If you take a graphic design course and you aren't getting the hang of it, maybe the course is moving too fast or too slow. That doesn't mean you're not good at it. Perhaps you need a different instructor. Another way to get started is to utilize social media. Social media allows you to connect with anyone, anywhere. For example, if you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you want to be an actor and you want to meet other actors, there's so many different ways you can do this. One, you can Google acting classes near you. Two, you can go to meetup.com. And these are small groups of people that have the same interests and passion that meet up in big cities and small cities. I'm not sure about small cities. I'm making that up. They go and talk about their passions or they do something. They do an experience around their passion. Or three, just post on your Facebook page. Say, hey, I'm interested in acting. Anyone know of anyone who can provide guidance? And one of your friends is bound to know someone. And when they do tag that person on your social media, feel free to reach out to them. Nine out of 10 people will agree to talk to you. Nine out of 10, but you have to approach them the right way. Send them a nice message. Say, hey, I'm really interested in acting. So-and-so mentioned that you're an actor. I would love to talk to you more about next steps. These are the things I've already tried or done. Is there a good time to talk? Nine out of 10 people will say yes. If they say no or they don't answer you, do not take that personally, okay? We're all busy people. Do not take that personally. Just keep reaching out to the next person and the next person and the next person. So now we've talked about the three exercises I want you to do. I want you to answer the three questions. What did you enjoy pre-adulthood? What are you planning to do when you retire? And what are positive experiences you remember vividly? I want you to have that positive mentality that you're going to say yes to every opportunity and you're going to go and get started. You're not going to give up. You're going to start small and make goals and you're going to utilize social media to win. Now, there's some false assumptions that people have about finding their passion, which makes it impossible to find your passion sometimes. For example, people think that if you're passionate about something, you can spend all day, every day breathing your passion. Not true. I love comedy. I love performing comedy. I love writing comedy. I love creating comedy. But if you told me that I had to spend my entire day reading books about comedy or watching comedy specials, I would lose my mind. Like I would go stir crazy because a lot about being a creative is being outside around other people, observing them, seeing what makes them tick. Secondly, a passion is something you enjoy doing even for free. It's something that brings you happiness, joy, relaxation, zen. If they pay you, great. But if your sole reason to find your creative passion is to be rich, then you may be in the wrong place. On the flip side, what's going to happen when you find your passion? Oh man, your life is going to change. Every day for the rest of your life is going to be so different that you are going to wish that you had found your passion sooner. You're going to lose track of time. You're going to put up other things. You're going to put up friends and family because this one thing is so engaging. You're going to have a sense of fulfillment. Every day is going to be the best day of your life. Even if you only get to spend five minutes on your passion or one hour or two hours, those small moments in your day are going to make your day so much more brighter. Your relationships with people are going to be better because you're just going to be more positive because now you have a sense of purpose in your life. So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, 
Go do it. Go sing it. Go dance it. Go paint it. Go knit it. Go act it. Go cook it. Go film it. Go produce it. Go write it. Go design it. Go start it. Go create it. And if this helps you find your creative purpose, please share it with me. Drop me a note at info at funnybrowngirl.com or direct message me on Instagram or Twitter at funnybrowngirl. And if you get stuck in this process or you can't figure out the next step or you just need a little bit more guidance, reach out to me, ask me questions. I want to be here for this journey for you. I want you to feel what I feel every day. I want you to have that sense of purpose in your life. And again, if you found this helpful, please share it, review it, and subscribe it. Now, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Hey, before you hit pause, did you find this episode helpful and enjoyable? If so, could you leave an Apple podcast, aka iTunes review? It'll take you less than one minute and mean the world to me. The more ratings and reviews the show gets, the more people are able to find this podcast. If you're unsure how to leave a review, no worries. If you're on your iPhone or iPad, go to the homepage of this show and scroll down to write a review. Click on it and you'll be able to rate and review the show. If you're on a Mac from iTunes, go to the show homepage and on the top, click ratings and reviews. Also, please subscribe to get the latest episodes once they drop. If you enjoy the episode and know someone who would love it, please share. From your iPhone, click on the icon with three dots and then share via social media, email, or text. If you want to hear more, head over to funnybrowngirl.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Funny Brown Girl. Also, sign up for my free newsletter for more tips to advance your creative journey at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. And again, if you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Thank you for listening. See you next week.